1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Michelle Smallman, Randy Carrico. We head to the and Group and Celebrity Line. Jay Delsing joins us. Long-time PGA Pro, one of the great golf ambassadors in the St. Louis metro area. I'm sure that he's been out on the course once or twice or three times this week. Jay, good morning. How are you doing?
2: Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you doing?
0: Everything's great. So how many times did you get out to hit it this week?
2: (laughs) I just hit it once, but I I had my new stealth driver that was really fun. My buddy Jeff Thornhill with Mate got for me. I so appreciate it. It didn't go straight, (laughs) and it didn't go far. But I hit it every time. I didn't swing and miss, so it's all good. How are you
0: at diagnosing a problem? Like when you aren't hitting your driver well, how how are do you know exactly when you make a mistake, what you've done wrong?
2: Yeah, for the most part. Sometimes I'm uh, with my with my long game. I'm uh, I, I have a, I know what I did wrong, but I have a harder time doing it right. You know, it's kind of like when I parent it, it's like, do as I say, not as I do. I can't quite get uh, over the hump with my hitting sometimes. But with my short game, my pitching, my chipping, my putting, I got that part.
0: I'm amazed, Jay, that golfers that are as great as you, let's use Ricky Fowler as an example, that a, a great golfer fall, and he's been playing his entire life, but falls into a, a slump, a funk that for whatever reason, you just can't get out of.
2: You know, Randy, it's it's really true. I saw some of the best players in the world, and and I'll talk about Chip Beck and uh, Ian Baker Finch. Ian Baker Finch had just won the British Open, and he was, oh, I think third in the world. And he went to see David Ledbetter because he wanted to try to get a little bit longer because he thought that was his pathway to go to world number one, and he never played uh, a decent tournament again. I mean, it's unbelievable. Sorry, Michelle. No, go ahead. Do you have anything else, Jay? Well, I was—I was just going to say I was over playing in the British Open at, at St. Andrews, and as you, I don't know if you know this or not, but the the holes, uh, the inward half, as you as you—I mean the outward half, as you're playing your front nine, or you're kind of going down the right side of the golf course, and as you're coming home, um, you're on the opposite side. So I look at this group of people. There are probably 40,000 people following this one group. And I see this caddy and his player kind of break away as I'm coming up the 15th or coming down the third and it's Ian Baker Finch. And he's playing with Arnold Palmer and Greg Norman. And this is Arnold Palmer's last British open at, at St. Andrews. And Ian Baker Finch is a good friend of mine. And he, he walks to the right of where we are almost up the boundary fence on the hole uh, that I'm playing, which is you guys literally 50 yards off the fairway. And I said, Cinchy, what's going on? He said, mate, best drive of the day so far. He hit his first drive out of bounds, and he topped his second drive. And his third drive missed the fairway, Randy, by 50 yards And that was the best drive you'd hit all day. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, I felt so bad for him, especially (laughs) in front of all those people. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Well, Jay, with the weather turning, a lot of people are getting out there. They're hitting the driving range for the first time. They're playing their first round of golf in a while. As people get out of hibernation and back into their golf game, do you have any tips for them on how to shake off the rust or get back into that routine? Oh, Michelle, it's a great question. I try to tell everybody, I get all these questions my game sucks, I hate golf right now, it's, it's, I haven't had a club in my hand. You know, this is the time where you need to be the most patient, and I try to tell people, get your butts off the couch and into the gym some way, even if it's just get on your bike and ride it for 15 or 20 minutes, get your muscles loose and everything. First of all, we always play in the spring here with a lot of wind, and in the summertime, you guys, when it's meltdown hot, we pay to have any sort of breeze. So we have breeze, which makes the, the golf course play harder. The ground is soft; you're getting no roll. Randy, when you're out on the range, I said I heard you—you you got to hit some balls. Mm-hmm. The, the balls just plug when they when they land now, but because the ground is so soft. And so, uh, and, and also, you're going to have rough because most of the golf courses haven't been manicured very well yet, and the greens are kind of dodgy because they've been in the winter all along. So this is the hardest time of the year to play regardless, and I tell everybody, be nicer to yourself. Manage your expectations, if nothing else, and just be grateful that we're out of this damn winter. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. And
0: the thing is, Jay, and you know this better than anybody, but normally when you get out there in the spring and you haven't played a lot, you need to get into a rhythm. You have to use that muscle memory that you build up over the course of time for any sports endeavor, right? You need to, you can't be a good golfer when you only play once or twice or it's your third time in.
2: No, oh my gosh! You guys, when I was playing on tour, I played every single day. I was practicing chipping, pitching, putting, playing, whatever it was. Now I play two or three times a week, and I I stand up there even when I'm loose in the first couple of shots. I'm like, I have no idea where this thing's gonna go. <laughs> just try to hit it out there, and and I and I try to tell people it's just just try to develop some sort of sense of rhythm in your swing, right? We know we want to crush it. We want to drop bombs off the tee, but it's just not practical when you first step out there. Start with a wedge and loosen up on the range. Michelle, getting back to your question... Or your tip, maybe loosen up with a with a wedge and and just get a feel for the club and a feel for the game, and then go to a mid iron before you go to your driver. I see so many people run right out of the car <laughs> and jump onto the range and start wailing on their driver. And I'm like, oh man, that's gonna hurt everything. It's gonna hurt your body. It's gonna hurt your back, and it's gonna hurt your feelings because the ball's not gonna go <laughs> where the damn. But they're so excited, Jay. It's like Christmas morning. <laughs> it is true. You know, I, they waited yeah, a long it, time it, for this. It's true. Oh, yeah, I've been heartbroken most of my life playing the stupid game. And I I still can't wait for it. Well, Jay, it's March Madness. And most media entities have different brackets out there, fun and creative brackets. And Golf.com actually has a golf swing bracket up right now. And it made me think, if you could have any player on tours swing, even if you could just sub it out your swing for their swing for one day or one round, who would it be? Oh, man, I would probably either Fred Couples or Ernie Els. And I know those are older guys like myself, but, man, uh, you know, Fred Couples is still playing at at Augusta, and he's 60 years old. And and up until a couple years ago, he was still competing. And I kind of grew up playing uh, junior golf with Fred, and I used to watch him swing. I'm like, how the hell do you do that? You know, because his rhythm is so great. And you guys, when I get off, it's usually because I get too fast. Even if I'm playing well, I'm always monitoring, you know, calm down. Don't, you know, I'll rip the club away from the ball with a really fast, uh, uh, kind of snatchy move from the backswing. And that's the kiss of death. You just got to go really slow and smooth. And I always love Fred Couple's rhythm and Ernie's uh, as well.
0: It's amazing as testosterone-laden as we are that everybody doesn't just try to swing it as hard as they can, because that's my issue, too. Oh, i, I got to do this fast, i got to swing hard, and that's just what guys do. That's why women are such good golfers.
2: I know, and it just really pisses me off to watch those women with their greatest rhythm. You know, we did the U.S. Uh, Women's U.S. Open, my first Women's U.S. Open for Fox. It was years ago, I think, in 2015. We were at Lancaster Country Club, and I was standing on the range with Greg Norman and all these guys who I was just marveling at how not one of these great woman players overswung. And so I, we got the afternoon off. I'm like, I'm going to hit some balls, and I'm going to go out there and not overswing. It took me seven swings before I overswung. <laughs> oh I could only do it seven times and I'm like oh screw it I'm just gonna swing as hard as I can
0: <laughs> hey Jay one other uh note for you within well three weeks from today we'll be in the midst of the 2022 masters and the way things have gone down the stretch last season and this season it seems to me that the majors this year are really 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 wide open I can't pick one guy where I say he, to this point in 2022 and, and this season he should be a favorite do you see a guy that's playing well enough where you say he looks like a guy that could win the masters in three weeks.
2: Yeah, I don't Randy. And it's really interesting because by this time of the year, you know, you start, somebody starts pulling away a little bit. And I was going to say John Rahm up until the last month or so. He just really has kind of fallen off. I still think he's going to win, win at Augusta before the whole thing's over. Dustin Johnson hasn't been playing very well. And you know, the way that he drives the ball, that place is, you know, It's almost like a playground for him, and and I will say this: DJ has a different gear than the other players right now. Right now, we only saw that little glimpse at the end. I think two years ago, at the end of the year, when he played well, he won tournaments not by you know one or two, but by five or six, Mm -hmm. and was shooting massively under par. This kid, Cameron Smith, I mean. He said 34 under par at the first event of the year over in Maui, and now he just... How about the way that he won it at the Players last week? Well, he, I mean, man, you talk about a closing rush! Oh my gosh,
0: it was unbelievable.
2: And if Randy, if you would have said you're going to give this dude four pars in an 18-hole round of golf on a Sunday at the Players, is he going to shoot under par or over par? I would have said, "Oh man, you're over par for sure."
0: Right. So, and he so, he he's fine it's weird and it's kind of like a clutch player in baseball isn't it he he makes the shots at the most important times
2: he, he really did I mean and on, on 18 I don't know why he's got a three stroke lead I don't know why he's hitting driver but he hits his driver and hits it too far through the fairway in the pine straw and then just put it in the fairway pop it on the green and the way he was putting he was probably going to make it but he chips it all the way across the fairway mm-hmm. into the water and and, I mean, my my head would have exploded at that point. But if you listen to him in, in the presser afterwards, he said, yeah, it was sitting down in the pine straw, and I was just trying to chip out, and it came out really fast. There's nothing I could do about it. And I'm like, well, that's why he hit the next shot a foot from the hole, because I don't know what I would have done. Not hit it a foot from the hole, guys. There would have been a lot of other options in there.
0: You would have been thinking about something else for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jay, who, who, do you, who do you have on the show Sunday?
2: Today I have, or Sunday I have Brett Mooney. He is the um, president him. of the Gateway uh, PGA section, and he just got the uh, new director of golf job over at Algonquin Country Club. So he's really a good guy.
0: He really is. He was involved with my tournament, which has been at Old Hickory for years, and uh, what a great move for him to go to uh, Algonquin. That'll be great. We'll be tuned in on Sunday morning.
2: All right, guys. Thanks for the time. Randy, we got to get something on the calendar, so once this uh, weather sticks, we got to go play.
0: I love that idea. We'll do it. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jake. Jay Delsing, you can hear him Sunday morning here on 101 ESPN 9 to 10 with Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from LecVio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, and with LecVio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription LecVio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects are injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at LecVio.com. Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about LECVIO. That's L-E-Q-B-I-O. Lower. Longer. LECVIO. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free.
2: Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at slash online privacy protection.